0: All right, all right. Welcome to the Rare Bee Podcast. I'm Ron Woods, your host. And this podcast was created for men who grew up without fathers, learning to be better men together and better in all areas of life. Um, and us us men, we don't, we don't really have a community. We don't have a podcast or a community to talk about dude stuff and how hard it was to grow up without a father and how to actually do it. Um, even healing from not having a father, that's a thing in itself that no one talks about. So with this show and community, you're going to learn how to be a successful man in all areas of life. Also be a place to come and get help with your issues. But first I would, you know, I haven't created create the community yet. I want to go ahead and get some pot, some podcasts out there, get some interest, get some guys asking about it. And then I hey, I'll create it. And so, yeah, let me know. If, if you're looking at this on YouTube or, you know, leave comments, let me, you know, let me know you, you want to be a part of the community. Um, if you, this is a podcast, you can hit me up on Instagram at Ron Woods flips, or you can go to on Instagram, the rare breed podcast and hit me up there and would love to hear from you guys. All right. So today's topic is why should you, why you should carefully consider the pros and cons before taking a supervisor job. So the question comes from the guy in the group. Uh, He has a pretty specific question. So I thought it'd be pretty good, Uh, be be a good idea to make a video on it because it got a lot of good engagement. So I felt like a lot of other dudes might be, you know, wonder how to think this through. So I decided to share my thoughts and my experiences, you know, um, on taking supervisor roles in companies I've worked with, the pros and cons that I looked at to help me make a decision on whether to move up to a management role or stay at pretty much at the regular job without all the, you know, all the things that come with being a supervisor and being a manager. So, all right, let's get into it. This is from Spotted Spotted Moon Cowman. Pros and cons on taking the supervisor job at your current place of employment. Okay, so, so for shits and giggles, I applied for a supervisor job at my place of employment. It's a union plant, so I'd be getting out of the union, which I'm really not too fond of. Unsure if it'll be a pay raise as I wasn't offered the job yet. I just had my initial interview today, and I think it went really well. But pay will have a big impact on if I accept the job or not. Those of you who took supervisor jobs, do you regret or enjoy the transition? What are some of the pros and cons of being a supervisor? All right, all right. So, yeah, you're damn right. Money... Uh, Money better increase. If not, there better be some kind of fast track to money or a position in the future. (laughs) Right? So, for me, yeah, I loved it, man. I loved uh, taking on the responsibility of being a leader, being the manager, being, you know, moving up. I always have liked uh, being that guy and growing. Why? Because... I've always kind of been an entrepreneur and the closer I can get to like the owner, you know, the, the higher ups, I felt like I would just, you know, me being a guy who didn't have a dad, these guys are successful. These guys are at the top. So I want to be around them to learn how they do everything, how they, how they go about their day, how they get to where they were it got me a chance to be close to successful men, especially if they're masculine dudes. They're masculine and they got the life I want. It's kind of like a father figure, really. And I never wanted to learn from idiots. You know, when I was, uh, I've been in jobs where, well, military really, where my higher up was an idiot. And I had to listen to them. I hated that. The, this way, I like being around the successful people. So yeah, I like the, the chances to show the owners and the higher up that I'm that guy. I like that. And also me, I'm the kind of guy who I always need a challenge in life. Regular jobs, regular general public is boring to me. I get extremely bored through the same task over and over. So managing and learning and growing it has to be there for someone like me. You know, um, and I knew I, I didn't really know exactly that I wanted to do this, but I've always tr- like started side hustles and I knew I wanted to own a business one day. So, I was like, man, I can learn some business acumen from these these people. I can learn how to run. Maybe I can learn to get some entrepreneurship tips. So, that's another one for me, too. Um, So, if not, if I wasn't that kind of person, I 100% would probably just stay as a salary employee, clock in, do my work, clock out. I don't have to worry about anything else to do with the job once I'm off, right? That's what the W 2 is. I pay you for eight hours. You dip, you leave, right? That's that's really what it is. So what are some pros and cons of being a supervisor? Let me get specific. So pros, higher pay. God, I mean, obviously that's the, that's the easy one, right? You should be getting paid more. If you're not getting paid more, there needs to be something that leads to more money soon. Like say, hey, I do this job. I got more responsibility. I'm probably going to demand higher pay for sure. Unless there's some kind of fast track or something, they got into another position. You do this for us, we'll move you over here in six months, a year, and then you'll be making, hey, you're making fifty K, you'll be top candidate to make seventy, something like that. 70 80 K. Something like that. Uh pro, another pro. Being on track for even higher positions like the C suite. Well is this promotion necessary? For me to grow if I want to be in the C-suite. C-suites like CEO, CFO, you know, CMO, Chief Marketing, you know, those C-suites. That's when you get paid real big bucks. You might have to go through a management process so they, they see how you work. They see your work ethic. They see what you bring to the table. They see how, you know, you are responsible. See how you dress. See how you merge with the team that might be a stepping stone. And if so, I'm probably taking it. long as we, you know, I do want to have a conversation straight up like, hey, what will this lead to in the future? And keep me on track. Like, that kind of conversation. Uh, number three, another one, uh, access to higher-ups, I already said that. Um, if you perform well, let's say, let's say that puts you in this job. My voice kind of cracked right there. It's kind of funny. Um, let's say you perform well. And you... Because you're going to be getting groomed like they're they're gonna groom you to be a good manager and give you all this extra training so if you take a good life, uh, if 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 you mesh with that and you do well with it and you're able to grow the company and the company makes more money you're valuable not only are you valuable to your company so you know they give you some job security you can go and command a higher money from a competitor because a lot of times your current job won't pay you what you're worth, but another company, once you got the credentials, will. That's a big one right there. Uh, another one is you will learn how to manage people, and that's a sixth skill set. Um, if if you know, once you learn how to manage people and get them to perform, you're really valuable. I uh, already talked to about job security. What else I got here? So oh, learn how the business operates at a deeper level. If you're a business person, entrepreneur, and you like that kind of stuff, like me, you're going to love learning, oh, this is how they run their, this is how they do this. It's this how they run their margins. Oh, this is how they run the business. Oh, this is where they get this from. I, every place I've ever worked, I've always thought about, how could I own a business like this? Even if I wasn't interested, I always was like, how do they operate this? If I were to operate this, how would I? What would I need to do so I know, right? So that's just me. You know, I got the entrepreneurial bug. Uh, Increase personal growth. You're going to be pushed by your by your higher ups to perform, or you're going to get fired. I got to get someone in there. So I'm pretty sure you'll have. Hey, you're in charge of these people. You're in charge of hiring, firing, training, and getting them to perform. Here's everything that you need. Here's the support. You're going to grow. To manage is a huge growth. And, you know, it could take you. A, you know, I like to say, it could. It should take you within a year. You should know what you're doing. it be a, a, a with your job and how to how to do it, right? Maybe even sooner than that, but at least after a year, you should know what you're doing. So there's going to be a ton of personal growth. And if you're if you're any damn good, your damn self, you're going to be taking some extra courses, taking some reading some books on how to be a better manager. How to be a better at whatever you're, you know, you're deficient in, and hone and sharpen what you already are great in. Let's say you're a great communicator, get even better at it, man. Be a really good communicator. Uh, and personal self-esteem is another one that for me, I got this role. It makes me feel better that I'm trusted to run this part of the company. I'm, in, I'm, I'm entrusted to help these people get better, help them grow. So that's, those are my pros. And let me tell you, in, you know, my way is not the best way. I'm not saying that, but this is what's worked for me and helped me go out and create a business that does pretty well. Uh, also, you get to create your own team of killers. Hopefully, you got hiring power. You get to create your own team. You get to hire, groom, and train people that's going to make you look good. Right, you're there to make them perform, and you look. I hired this dude; now he's the number one sales guy. I hired this person. Look at the marketing that they're doing. You get to brag on them. So that's that's to me, you know, that completes my list of pros and cons. So here's another con. Here's some cons. You're going to be babysitting adults. Hopefully, you could get a team that, like, I remember when I was a bar when I was a bar manager. And, well, I actually started as a sec- bouncer, working part-time. They liked me and put me as head of security for a nightclub, right? I, so I, I was I became head of security for the nightclub. And then they saw how I, I worked and they liked it. And then they made me manager of the entire club. Uh, the bartenders, barbacks, bussers. And I hired my head of security. I promoted a guy. So I ran the whole show. Uh, bottle service girls all that kind of stuff Um, and with the bartenders they were like if they could come in it can make three four hundred bucks in a night so they were very professional I should say I didn't have to like babysit them as much that was awesome they were responsible showed up on time did their work count the money perfect but the cheaper ones you know the Minimum wage dudes always calling it sick and, you know, my cat and all this other stuff. I can't show, make, it, make my shift and then I got to cover this. Sh- you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff you might have to deal with. That is a huge con. I hate babysitting adults. Another one is you might be in a position where you have to yourself cover the shift or work. I don't know. Depending on what job it is. Someone to show up, who's going to do it? You got to either find somebody, call someone in, or you got to do it or you're suffering and you're looking bad. And then it leads to the next one. The next con is discipline. I, this is the worst part of the job is having to walk over and check somebody. Hey, dude, you're not performing. What's up? Hey, man, you're late. I need you to show up on time. It takes the fun out of the work when you're having to babysit and you, you know, some of the people that you're around, especially if you get promoted, might be your friends, your homies. And now you're their boss and you have to check them or tell them they're in an immature way. They're going to be like, oh, this, you know, you might get this. Oh, he's your high and mighty. And they might not like it. They might push back and you might lose some friends. They say when you become a manager, you it's lonely and it is. And that was one of the hard things to do, too. Um, I really didn't care too much, man. I'm like, it did bother me somewhat uh, in the beginning, but it was hard for me to talk to my boy and check him and write him up or something like that. And unfortunately, some people might not respect your authority and you're going to have to, you're going to have to, this is when you grow, you know? So uh, it's lonely and you can get jaded, you know, after a while. Of having a, it goes from works fun, and it it can go from work is fun. We're coming in doing our job, but there's always people, no matter what, that are going to oppose you. No matter if you what whatever what you do, there's going to be people that just don't like change. You want to do this and you want to get better. Let's change this. Let's change this. People don't like change, and they're not going to like you, even if you're doing a good job. That's probably the hardest part about management is you can can get jaded and start to say, hey, man, F this, dude. I don't need this crap. Or you could, you know, you'd say, you know, pretty much at some point, the employees just become like you become on the management team. And it's like, I hate to say it, but there's this like, you know, this management versus employee type thing. Us versus them. You don't create it, but it is what it is. Kind of like kids and, and mom and dad. Uh-oh, dad's home. Daddy's home. All the fun stop. Dad's doing his job. <laughs> right? He's doing his job and you don't like it. Immaturity, right? Uh, another con is bigger responsibility. So you, you got a bigger responsibility probably and you got a target on your back. Right? So, hey, we, we're hiring you to manage this team and we're going to watch and see how well you do. That's pressure. You might be a person that don't want that pressure. You might be a person that don't want to deal with any of this stuff. So those are the cons for me that I saw. Um, I didn't care. I just want the you know, none of those stuff stopped me from, uh, the most important person at my job is me and, and my future, right? And, I, and so, it's, you know, I'm not going to let any of this stuff stop me from growing. So there's also a comment on here that I thought was pretty good from another uh, another member, and they said, "I agreed. I agreed for the longest time until I switched from managing hourly technicians to salary professionals. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. The hourlies and the salaries there's a difference. Okay, so when I and he continues when I manage hourly shop workers." Someone was always calling in six, messing up, unstable home life, unreliable transportation, getting hurt, getting sick, breaking company policy, etc. I felt like I was babysitting. And so that's the part where I'm talking about that it could get brutal, right? Is is when you feel like you gotta babysit. All right, I began to resent the people so much. Now I'm a director of operations and only over a salaried good team and good God, the difference is night and day. Just a team of disciplined professionals doing their job and no hand holding required. I actually enjoy my job now. I have several layers of management between myself and all shop personnel and I'm not even accessible to them. It's been great. So, this is what I this is the part where it gets good. So, You got the employees, and then let's say you got the manager. That management spot usually is where you get most of the problems. But when you get promoted and then you manage managers, that's when they get sick because all those managers are, they're grown people. They're they're responsible. They're in charge of people. And they report to you. So everyone wants to grow. So that's when it gets fun. That manager, the the in between manager is the one that's tough. And me in my business, like I, I keep tell like I tell my like I don't like having directs where I'm directly in charge of my employees. I like having a manager in between. I'm not there yet. In this in this phase of my business, I'm directly managing people, but I I like being the the nice guy, the good guy, come in. <laughs> not the one that's like, why you didn't because right now I'm gonna be like, why you didn't do this? you did this right. This is awesome. But hey, you got to fix this. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't enjoy that part. I really don't. So that's all I got for this. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you agree and I'll see you on the next pod.